these people, and I'm talking about the wealthy kids now, <laughs> their abuse is, it may not be with like a wooden paddle, or it may be with the fact of a wooden paddle, and my father's never here or never around anyway. He's always on business trips. Right. My mom is on uh, Quaaludes all the time and always Oh, drunk. Quaaludes. Well, those are, know, I thought those were gone. They Find are me gone. the Quaaludes. I don't know why I thought of, that. Was I the first, miss Quaaludes. That, that was the first thing I thought of. You know, sure. the fact that matters, like, those kind of kids suffer from uh, the fact that they don't get enough attention mm. from their parents and they they can get whatever they want but that still doesn't get them love right money no. doesn't money right. can't buy me love and then you have the other Hi. spectrum if you come from a working class lower middle class where the struggle is real where you don't have the money but you have the frustrations of either both parents or one parent of trying to get by sometimes the streets raise your kids because you can't be there because right. you have to put food on the table that's not a form of abuse it might be a form of neglect but this is where parenting gets a little bit fucked up this is why you can't have and ladies this is why you can't have kids with every motherfucker that you see okay <laughs> don't listen just because you probably made a whoopsie there is the morning after well and there's also you need to be careful who you. i guys think iud's i think that we don't pay enough attention i mean i guess with stds iud's can be scary for some people but i mean i've had an iud for a long time now and boy is that great and i'm surprised that it was never introduced to me in my earlier times Sooner. yeah but i i mean it's it's just because because here's what it comes down to all men are dogs dogs want to they want to have sex and they don't want to use condoms they just don't they don't want to do it. And then there's also the fact, going, I, back I to mean, the, uh, going back to the former student, there are a lot of women out there, a lot of young girls that feel that, that wanting to be loved. If I just yeah. have a baby, it'll be easier for me. That is like some, something that I, I would hear constantly all the time where, you know, if I just have a baby, you know, maybe. I, maybe he'll me. stay. No, maybe he'll stay. That or, or mostly I hear the, like, you know, I just want something to love because yeah. they come from a background of abuse and neglect. But then how do you... So this was the thing that we, we gave this girl when she was 15 and she said she wanted to have a baby. We There was a thing in the late 90s, early 1000s called a baby think it over. And it was a baby with a computer chip in I it. I know what you're talking about. And it yeah. would cry and it would do things and you were supposed to do things to it, like change its diaper and it would know and it would sense these You'd things. You'd you, you were basically supposed to treat it like a real baby like and you took it for three days and you treated it like a baby and then you took the computer chip out and you put it into this little computer and it told you what happened with the baby and then everyone knew and it was a learning device and um she brought her baby back and it was dead and it had died like in the first 12 hours because it wouldn't stop crying and she wrapped it up and stuck it in a drawer so she didn't really take the baby think it over real seriously obviously and and, the, and so when the baby, we came back and stuff and we went through the printout, she we're like, your baby's been dead for two days. And she was like, uh, and it was like, okay, but you didn't understand. So what we're trying to do, and she just wouldn't, there was some cognitive dissonance there. And that's the other thing. If you're a 15 year old girl, you're a girl. You're, not, you're a 15 year old girl. Yeah. You're a little girl. And, and that 
that your whole body can have a baby is weird and scary. And, and have the mind of a child. Right. Then what is what is with that? I mean, I guess evolutionary, er, evolutionarily, back in the day, it was important to have babies early because we only had a lifespan of 25, 30 years because our teeth would rot out of our face because we didn't have toothbrushes or toothpaste or like there was no medicine or whatever. So yeah, you should start having kids at 14, 15 because you're going to be dead when you're 25. And you could die in childbirth at any time when you're giving birth in the field or whatever the fuck is going on. <laughs> but so I understand that evolutionarily that makes sense. But now we got to like squash that shit. We got to put some science on it. We got to put some... We're supposed to be living till we're like 95, 100 now. The, 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 how long we're living is supposed to be going up. And well, the, the good thing is the teenage teenage pregnancy rate has went down, especially since I've been in high school, and that was ninety six to two thousand, because the technicy technicy the teenage pregnancy rate I do recall, especially like in the mid nineties, was pretty high. But then again, this was during the time, and I'm not saying they still do take they still do try to teach. Oh, abstinence, which is unrealistic. Well, is I would, it? Is it? Abstinence is very unrealistic but for a I, teenager. I, it's safe. For, I didn't have. Okay, so, but maybe I'm a different. I'm different because I was such a prude. But like, I really wasn't. I don't even think I had sex when I was in my early twenties, and I wasn't even ready then. I don't know. I You're don't think. You're a prude. I, I guess. was fucking in your high school. Were they? You went to a Christian school when I was little, but in my high oh. school was a public school. Oh, was your, yeah, they're fucking. I just can't believe. I couldn't ever imagine like being naked in some in front of somebody. It just seems like so like I I don't know. Who, who was naked? And, they weren't getting naked. They the dude would just unzip his pants and you wear your top. Oh wow. I don't know. I didn't listen. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. So, but I mean, high school. Come on, high school kids are always fucking. That's just. I don't think that high school girls are ready for that, though. I didn't say they weren't. I didn't say they were ready. Like I get it that guys are ready. I think that all guys should just be super gay until they're like eighteen, and then (laughs) they should just do things because all the guys are horny, right? So let the guys be all with all the guys, and like all that Roman bath, Greek, old timey shit. They already do that. Okay, my eyes are being opened to the. They already do. I, as as someone that used to be a uh, a, a boy or excuse me a freshman uh, wrestling uh, oh. volunteer, they already do that, sweetheart. Well, I, I, like I, the the showers are real. Two now, of my cute little boys were wrestling. They were both drunk and they were wrestling the other day outside of the bar, and it was like darling. And but I was almost like I was a little bit nervous because one of them is much bigger than the other, but they're both very strong and they were fuck. They're like little boys playing, and it was like I was like they're little boys until someone gets their nose broken you know what I mean like <laughs> when you're in your teens you can wrestle when you're in your 20s someone someone pops an ACL when you're <laughs> when you're in your 30s you break a nose come on boys stop it they're so cute though Oof. I just think that you know I think my problem with a lot of this with the single mother thing yeah is back, sorry back to this I get caught on boys with, back to the single mother <laughs> with um I, I my issue is mostly with grown ass woman if you're 20 21 22 i have an issue if you have a baby every year oh and you 25 or you have a baby with every year with someone else i got a problem did, with did you did i ever tell you the story my my first 
my first year of substitute teaching, I taught in West Sacramento at a school that was for girls who had had babies. And um, they, one of them pulled me aside. And I was making $1,200 a month after taxes. So I think I was making like fourteen fifty a month as a teacher, working full time. Wow. Right. This is in 90, this is in 97, 98. And so I'm teaching these girls and they're all in a room with me learning and their kids are in another room with other girls that are learning how to take care of them. But I'm teaching them school. It was like a, their kids were there. They were there. Oh, oh, a phone call. Bridget, sweet girl. A phone call. A phone call. Mutiny Radio. Oh my God, it's Sam. Oh my God. Oh wait, hold on. Okay. Oh, I have to figure this out. I have to press. I'm sorry, I'm ruining everything right now. No, you're okay. ruining everything. There, pull this down. Oh, I, we have to put our headphones on now because we have the person. <laughs> sorry. Called and he was bored. Hi, Sam. Hey, uh. This hey, was one of the boys who was wrestling the other night and I was worried for him. <laughs> Big fan of this. Just want to start off. Big fan of the station. Long time listener. First time caller. <laughs> Your face uh, is so funny right now. What? Latoya's making funny. I was just yeah, um, regaling a story of what, what we were talking about. Uh, never mind. Single mothers. Sing, we were talking about single mothers, and then somehow we got into high school boys. And then. That's her favorite subject. No, I'm not. I'm not just, just because I want to look at pictures of. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to... I'm blushing already. Hi, Sam. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Doing well. How's your back? Back is fucked. Oh. Back is fucked. Um, he was trying to be yeah, a hero was... on Sunday, and he did something super stupid. He stood on top of a railing, and he tried to push a light that was like five feet away from him. He could have just used a tool. I could, a... Even looking back, I could have done it. It was, it was, poss- it was a possible maneuver. The athleticism was not there, unfortunately. You, but you know what separates us from the beasts? Our ability to use tools. And there were pool sticks, and we could have used the stick. And instead, you sacrificed your body for no reason. Ouch. And is your back all bruised? There's a huge bruisey scrapey on your back. Back is bruised. But here's the thing, Pam. Yeah. I am a beast. Like, when you when you do the man or beast poop game on the street, uh-huh. you say beast, it's most likely my shit. <laughs> You poop on the streets? You do not. I poop on the street. No, no you got to use a clamshell. <laughs> that's what? the that's the key, the key. You use the old um, takeout boxes from people, and you poop in those, and then you close them up and you throw them in the garbage. Have you had a lot of experience with this? No. Well, no. I live I live in the tenderloin. I've seen others do it. I can learn from experience. I'm s- I'm sorry. I don't mean to derail the conversation. No, no, no. I mean, it's here to poop. Who, who am I? Who are? Who am I on with? It's Latoya, the sheriff of it's truth. It's the sheriff of truth. I haven't met you yet. You I haven't met, know. but he, she's heard all about you. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Hi, Latoya. Nice to meet you over the phone. Oh, it's nice to meet you over the phone. It's like a one eight hundred number. Yeah. <laughs> what were you guys talking about pre pre? Well, we started with. Um, the news and Kamala Harris was just talking about black maternal health and and then we talked about teen moms and and then we, we usually talk about racism a lot we were getting into the stigma of single mothers which which it is a stigma and how why you know there's the stigma with single mothers but you don't hear too much of a stigma of single fathers well they're well they're but because a single father is like a is like a saint he's like a he's like a god they're like oh are you a single dad wow you work so hard but then single moms are vilified so that's stupid well also too we'll we'll ask sam because he's 24 do you do you use condoms 
Or do you try to raw dog <laughs> it all the, the time? Same thing. No, it is because we were talking about young. <laughs> no, it's when young people are fucking and whether guys like because that's the problem. That's why there's girls that get pregnant is that the guys are not using what. You, do, you just wanted to find I out. No, I'm just curious. Yeah. He's a young guy. <laughs> Shut you, up, Latoya. <laughs> you ain't fooling nobody. Yeah. Jeez, that's now. why we call her the sheriff of truth. <laughs> I asked Sam a question. Okay, I guess you have to answer the question now. Uh, here's the truth. I don't keep them on me, but <laughs> I will use them if they're presented. Ah, so it's always the woman's responsibility, which it is really, I guess. It's not her responsibility, but also, like, you used to be able to have to spend $50, $70 on Plan B. Now they got a little pill in the pregnancy test, and the pregnancy tests are only, like, sixteen ninety nine, right? <laughs> And the plan B is you know, cheaper. If, you know, if, if you're if you're a good shopper, you you, you know you'll save more. So it's, it's economic. And here's here's the thing about the plan B too. Plan B is always cheaper than getting an abortion. That well, is, unless you're on medical, they're free. And if you're I will on always and I will always Venmo for it without even being asked. The other, the, <laughs> I'll I'll Venmo the the cost of it. You're a gentleman. Not the full plan B, but the pregnancy test cost. I'm like, what is this Venmo for $16.99? Like, All right, here's what you got to do. You got to go into a CVS and get a pregnancy test, the store brand one, you know, not not the. Yeah, not, not the, the not the name brand. One. Not the name brand. No, there's yeah, the. Come on, I'm, we're budget here. <laughs> You're not budget. Well. We're budgeting here. When it when it comes to when it comes to this, we're budgeting. All right. Well, when then you got it. Then you, this, when uh, it comes, uh, but it's um, everything's free on Medi-Cal, so no, no worries. My uh, my second abortion was absolutely 100 percent free. It's great. Is that is that my twin? <laughs> yeah. No, no. My second abortion would be almost six years old now. I would have a six-year-old, oh, okay. which would be a nightmare. Could you imagine me running around with a six-year-old, like no. trying to take him into bars? Actually. <laughs> I don't think it would be a bad thing. It would be horrible. I, but you know what? But here's the thing. You would have lucked out with the fact of, like, Jonathan would have – you didn't end up with an asshole. And this is what – this is the other part that makes women into single mothers. Don't end up with an asshole. Mm. This is where I say be careful who you procreate with or fuck because, you know, you might be – dealing with an asshole in the future that will just walk up and leave or that's not my baby or I'm our, I'm married and I already have kids. The, you the know, Maury. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke uh, Moore you, is the father. Or it's just like, you know, <laughs> well, whenever you need me, I guess, you know, just call me and I'll send you a check. You know, kind of like a prostitute in a way. Mm. You know, so it's you. And the thing is, if you would have kept your child... You would have been lucky. You at least Awful. been lucky to. I'd be living so, in a in a, a studio apartment with a six year old and two cats. That's oh, insane. Yeah, you. I would, don't think you would have gotten the second cat. <laughs> fair. I think he's right about that fair, part. Fair. But I just I needed a baby. I I, I at least would have seen the fact that you probably would have had a two parent home. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because it would have been Jonathan's. But right. he was not ready to have kids either. Yeah. He was like 27 at the time. Right. I mean, he was better 27 than 17. Oh, I, I really, lady. why does everyone think I want to fuck high school students? No, that's just, not the no, case. No, I'm just College saying, students. no, College I was just students. saying for the fact of like, 
maturity like he at least was damn near 30 sure you know but that doesn't even matter anyway there's i'm the least mature out of all of us there are shitheads out here who are 30 40 50 60 who still pull off well that's not my kid you know fuck you Uh, this is when i think that vasectomy is necessary. Oh yeah. There's actually there's a I woman. reversible vasectomy. I think that they should they should have them. They they should all have them until should you have to get a vasectomy by a certain age. I think that when boys go through uh, whatever their little balls drop or whatever happens and they start stop shooting blanks or whatever or start shooting real bullets, I think that there should be a reversible vasectomy that they get until they like take some kind of test or do some sort of thing and say like I want to actually procreate now and then you just reverse the vasectomy. No. What's it's a little bit fascist? Absolutely. Oh well, here's what this congresswoman in Alabama is doing. She's this black congresswoman and she's basically she came up with the concept, well, you know, if you're going to have laws on women's bodies saying that we can't have abortions at a certain uh, uh, week period, she came out with, uh, if you are a male uh, that has kids over the age of 50, you have to get a vasectomy. She's trying to put that into law, trying to basically give you a fuck you sign to the fact of like, see, this is what happens when uh, the government so, is on our bodies. I'm confused. Uh, Men over 50 have to get vasectomies? I'll look up the uh, interview. Uh, it's. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with that. She's, she's basically trying to... Uh, People Dude. shouldn't be having kids that are going to steal my water in the future. That was the, I got the, the thing, the time I got the most angry was when I saw, I was on BART and I saw two ugly people and they had triplets. It was two boys and a girl. So they had fraternal triplets and they were all ugly. And then they had a fourth kid, which was also ugly and younger. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Why does it matter that they're ugly? Because they had three kids and they didn't, they, they clearly went for a fourth kid because they thought they'd have they'd try again that's so you had three they had three like go back to walnut creek you rich fuck how many kids do you need in the future stealing my water not from walnut creek not everyone's from walnut well it's just what i use for rich people who can afford four kids anyway it's crazy my mom and dad (laughs) do you have four (laughs) you're you're in a you have your parents have four kids yes wow yeah well and well it's okay. Four of us were accidents. <laughs> All four. Well, well, you've landed in the right place since you're calling from, I'm sure your two your bedroom with two pillows. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm outside. Right oh, now. okay. Good for you. All right. Uh, what is she's she's looking it up. So what do you want to talk about, oh, Sam? Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, so she Alabama is... lawmaker introduces mandatory vasectomy bill. Yeah. Mutilate their that dicks. Seems, that seems like a joke, though. No, 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 this is what she's like- doing. So, uh, Alabama Representative uh, Rolanda Hollis introduced a mandatory vasectomy bill to male legislators, a taste of what women have been feeling for years. Ha-ha. Um, Wait, Democratic- specifically to male legislators? Well, just to yeah, tell male so, legislators, like, fuck your face. So, like, the bill... Yes, I'm listening. Oh, so the bill was sponsored by Hollis that required that all men get a vasectomy after they turn 50 or after they have their third child, whichever comes first. It always takes two to tango, Hollis told Alabama.com. We can't put all the responsibility on women. Men need to be responsible also. If passed, the bill will require men to also pay for the vasectomy out of pocket. Representative (laughs) Hollis said the vasectomy bill will help with reproductive systems, adding that it would neutralize the abortion ban and help prevent pregnancies as well as abortions of unwanted children. Yeah. Amen, sister. That seems like 
That seems like an Onion article, but I bet she wrote like 4,000 words on it. No, she... It, that's great. I'm super stoked. Absolutely. Men over 50, or if you should have a vasectomy. Or if you, if you have, have three children. If you have three kids, absolutely. She, so basically what she's doing is trying to say, fuck you. If you're going to put this uh, abortion ban into law, I got something for that ass. Mm. Basically. Yeah, she could t- debate that just like how, just like the vasectomy bill. Exactly, because you need the sperm in mm-hmm. order to make the for the egg to basically yeah. bring life. Right. So like Can't they said, it it's, it's takes two the tango. Yeah. So the fact that matter is just like you're putting all the you know yes you're putting our our bodies you're putting our eggs in a basket. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm gonna put your seed. Yeah, we're on gonna the chopping block. We're gonna put you put your dick in a hammock. <laughs> so I I mean I don't think it's gonna pass, but I just like the fact that she. Hell yeah. This sister right here is just no, like, you know what? I got something for that ass. <laughs> it's feminism. That's hilarious, though. And, and, of course, the you know, the men are like, oh, my God. Harumph, yeah, harumph, 50, 57-year-old men with Viagra from Tijuana are shitting <laughs> right now. Well, and that's another thing that um, ED medication like Viagra is covered under most insurance exactly. plans, but oftentimes birth control is, is not. So that just the, oh. the cognitive dissonance of that for me is like, so men matter and women don't. Oh, yeah. oh, that's, oh that's right. I just remembered that. That's why when you go to the doctor because you're going through menopause and you're sweating at night and they say sleep on a towel. That's Not to play devil's advocate here, but what's the cost breakdown between Viagra and birth control? Oh, I'm sure it's the same. Oh, I, I think Viagra is more expensive because it, usually it's sixty dollars a bottle for Viagra. Oh, and all that it, packaging it, they use. Yeah. Single <laughs> serving. Well, I'm talking. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I'm talking when the original Viagra, because now there's so many off brands of Viagra that they don't. It, I don't even know what men's. What do they call it? It's not technically Viagra anymore. Oh, Viagra well, they just call they just call it ED, whatever. Yeah, like, it's, erectile it's actually, dysfunction. Ugh. Erectile dysfunction. Right, but it's also Viagra's emotional a, disturbance is uh, the other thing you say for ED. Viagra is just the brand. So the brand, uh, when it came out, I believe it was like sixty dollars for birth control pills, and it depends what kind of birth. For pills, it's the cheaper. Pills are cheaper than like getting an IUD or. But uh, IUD is oh, like a one shot and it stays exactly. in there, so it's like. So you don't have to worry about it ever again. Yeah, like the IUD and the patch are kind of like the Mercedes Benz of birth control. The pills <laughs> are like. The I Toyotas. used to have that joke. I wrote that exactly the same way you just said that. that Did is, you? That is absurd. Latoya, we are. Uh, we have a connection right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. I used to say. That, that, that IUDs were the Mercedes Benz of birth control. I, I swear to God. I call them the I call them a copper pool sweeper because they keep out all the dead babies. Oh, yes. It's like it's a little copper pool sweeper in my uterus, just floating around. That's funny. Uh, yeah. I had a friend who uh, had a failed IUD. Like, <gasps> Wiggle it around it. Like you ever do you ever use a French press and sometimes the ground <laughs> yeah, will do. go right I... outside of it. Ooh. <laughs> and you'll get a ground in your coffee. Yeah. That's what happened to her. Nightmare. That sounds painful too. And then, yeah, then your baby gets all caught up in caught the up caught in up the in the pool copper. sweeper. That's yep. bad. That's bad. And then when it wants to come out nine months later, it's this oh. IUD in the way. I don't understand. Clumpy. Oh, poor clumpy. clumpy. So Sam, what do you want to talk about? Let's get out. I'm Let's... having fun in this direction. Oh, you like you like <laughs> talking? Yeah, like. 
This, this, I guess this is what's the joke? I used to tell the joke all the time. Is, oh, yeah. I used to tell a joke about how I had really bad period cramps, and it's because the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. Uh, get out of there, you guys. Get out of there. But now I can't do, like, all my period jokes anymore because... Yes, you can. I still can? Yeah, because you still will get it once in a while. I still get it once yeah. in a while. So, and that's no one's fucking okay. business anyway. Uh, you can still guess. I think it's everyone's. How much of a comedy purist are you that you... <laughs> I have... I have, I have no, I have absolutely no shame about talking about anything ever, and I think that that should be, which is why I like talking about menopause, because, and I know That's people good. hate it. Audiences, a lot of times, just pull right back. They're like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. Because people have not talked about, their, their women's bodies are funny, period. And so now, uh, <laughs> and the fact that matters is just like, just as recently people, women have started to get comfortable about talking about menstruation and now the other M word, yeah. menopause, yeah, is starting men to are all in there. comfortable to talk about, but you still have the majority of people that squirm, yeah. which I don't understand why. I don't, Those people don't have female friends. That's, that's, I that think that's or, or they just bro down. But there's the also time. two women that are so conservative, and I'm not even talking about politically conservative, I'm just talking about conservative when it comes to their sexuality, that are afraid to talk about that or have never touched themselves. Those are the women that, you know, usually don't like to talk about menstruation or menopause. They, oh, I don't masturbate. Liar. I, I don't believe women like that. <laughs> They're all liars. Like, oh my God, she's talking about, oh my, menopause. I, I literally, Shh. as a, as a child, I used to That's masturbate a lot as a child and I literally had to do it in the closet because I was, my, my family shamed Shame. me so hardcore that, door. that, that I, door. I had a really big closet as a child. I had a really big, I was wealthy and I had a very big closet. And so I'd go in my closet and lay down with my Barbie dolls and I'd masturbate. And, and I remember being like eight, nine, ten, and hiding. And then my mom being like, Pamela, Pamela. And I was like, oh shit. And I'd have to like sneak out. Oh no, I was playing Did over here behind my bed <laughs> well no i didn't i wasn't like that i never there was the no insertion afterwards? there was no insertion there was no insertion it was all like Just clitoral it was clitoral T- stimulation touch, it's touch my, the lips it's the, no not even one. that not even that it was all like on my fist you like lay on it and you like rub around oh okay. yeah oh, all see, clitoral I, stuff I was more of a grinding toucher. yeah i'm more of you're a 18 for this story right what 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 you're 18 for this story, right? No. Well, I, it's a... T- why? Children are sexual beings, too. I've... I've Children I've, explore. I've had... Been hung out with many tiny babies. Many tiny baby boys that have gotten little cute tiny bitty bitty hard-ons in the bathtub. They're... I mean, little babies, they, it happens. And it's not even... I have a question for you, Pam. This might be right up your alley. What's the legislation for under 18 erotic fiction? Like how... Well... I mean, I guess usually it's not erotic. Usually it's like PG-13, like for young adult fiction. Because even if you read a book like Twilight, it's like, I mean, they just gloss over certain things. But when you're a kid, you can read anything. So, like, you can read Clan of the Cave Bear, and there's some super sexy stuff in there. That was my go-to masturbation book when I was a kid, Clan of the Cave Bear. I think it was, like, page 82 or 85, something around 70. There was this one part of the book where... I mean, it was all the the whole concept of the book is there's this guy who goes around and he like deflowers all the women and that's like it's like a thing and it's this girl anyways it's this super super like sexy thing kid. I used to read it and masturbate to it all the time as a kid like with a book 
Isn't that weird? No, I think that's <laughs> I think that's quite intelligent, and it's better than watching pornography. I never watched porn. Definitely better than porn. Yeah, I, 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 would, I wish Reddit. I could say I was elegant about my masturbation when I was younger as a teenager, but I didn't watch porn for because it got me hot. I watched it because it was funny, and I had a VHS, and so it was bad hair, bad music, and it was bad acting. And people fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you, say, you say it was. You say it was funny. Does that mean you watched it with friends? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would watch it with friends, and it wasn't like until like when dudes started coming around. I'm like, wait a minute, this is getting nothing creeps this me out more. This is me hot. This is making them hot. I'm gonna turn this off because this shit is. How does this make you look at this? Look at the Jerry curls in this fucking no, VHS. Nothing. <laughs> nothing creeps You're me out. You're talking about Ron Jeremy. I know who. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> Nothing creeps me out more than a room full of men watching porn together. It is weird. And that has happened. I've walked in because yeah. I have yeah. friends that were like in it. fraternities I've together. Had friends that, I've had friends that have tried to do that with me. Nathan and I had this conversation. It is it is utterly creepy. All those kids turn out to be weirdos. It's, it's <laughs> creepy. Like, you walk in the room ah, and let's it's... Let's watch porn. I mean... Ah. It's like they're all... It, it, it's creepy. You, everyone's quiet. Everyone's focused. Everyone is just Ugh. like it, they, their eyes are on the telly, Ooh. and nothing else exists. And their but they're hands all are going, together. If they're all together, yeah, I know. It's it's weird. It's gross. It's almost as bad. I, as I mean, like, I don't want to shame them. Maybe that's their thing. I'm but I don't. You know what's even weirder? You know what's even weirder when you got one guy who's just like eating potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be with the guy eating potato That's chips. That's the only sound you hear. <laughs> Dude, it, it, it's very weird. I've seen that. I Yeah, I've experienced walking into a room with dudes watching porn. And it's just like, hey, you can sit here. I'm like, no, Mm-mm. I'm not. I'm walking away. Nope. This is not going to be a gangbang. Uh, yeah. I Now, I've watched porn with ladies as an adult. And didn't get me hot it, it, I think it's I mean I guess I would totally if I was gonna watch porn with women I would make sure that it was gay dude porn really yeah I could get into that gay dude porn yeah uh, well I actually yeah. used to do that all the time yeah yeah okay cause it's like you could be you could have gay dude porn on and be making biscuits Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just background noise. Sure. It's just background noise. Big... I love that you call it gay dude porn. <laughs> gay porn, which is is, is ambiguous. Well, um, here to change the subject, just since we were talking about baking, um, what what flavor pot food should I make this week, Sam? Oh my God, the cinnamon swirl was amazing. You want me to do the cinnamon bread that. again? I can make them in individual rolls too, so that they're all like, so I don't have to slice it. I might do that. Make them like little individual rolls, slice it. and then the, and and the then consistency of it was scone like. Well, because I, I fucked it up because I was. Well, be, it's, it's you you finessed the fuck up then. Okay, good. It's all about finesse. Well, I, I made it work, but okay, I can make a cinnamon thing again this week. That's not yeah. too a cinnamon thingy. <laughs> you can come on Fridays too. Or you work on Fridays. I fucking work on Fridays I and Saturdays. I, you can... I swear I'll be here on a Thursday though. Okay. I just I, I'll have I'll have pot food during the whole festival. I, I I'll just, just be baking the whole week. Working as a bartender, I'm getting burnt out. Yeah. I'm getting that three year itch. Like I'm I'm starting to miss like having a Friday off because I I haven't been here on a Friday in a year. I thought you just now. came back from Shanghai or some shit. 
Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, how, did you, how did you get a, you? You came just before the quarantine. How yeah. do we not all have Corona right now? I know I'm, I'm a survivor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, no, I haven't been here on a Friday in over a year and some months. And so it's just like, I'm at that point where I'm like, probably going to start giving away my Friday bar shifts. Cause these people out here, they, they eat your soul. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what Sam does? What? Works out? Well, he doesn't. He, he's a bike messenger, Squats. so he just constantly works out. Because he's bike messenger. She's saying that with a big Kool-Aid smile on her Shut face up. right Shut now. Up. Shut, Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. But I swear, I'll be here like... Actually, put me on for, thir- not put me on, but volunteer. I meant to answer oh, that okay, thank on you. a Thursday. For the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival yeah. coming up in, coming up in less two than two weeks. Fuck, it's already March. Uh, it's almost already March. I'm free- I'm not freaking out, but I'm freaking out a little bit. You know what? You're not freaking out in contrast to the prior festivals. You usually start freaking out around now. Well, I, I have then. already had like three nervous breakdowns this month, so I think I've gotten through it. I think it's like what also happened. Not be- drinking. That's I was also say I'm that. not also I'm not drinking. I think that actually I was getting ready to mention that like you're you're calm, cool, collective. So maybe the fact that you're not you don't have any toxins in you right now, that might be helping too. I no, I mean Sam, I'm, I'm remembering Kelvin like last night to you or two nights ago. He's like, damn, you know what? I I like you not drinking. Yeah, that's everybody seems to like me not drinking. That's, that's, but you know I who likes me drinking? Scared. Me. Like, you know who likes you know who likes to drink? I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> who wants to have a pint oh, in one Sam. hand? <laughs> Wait, what was that, Sam? I was just thinking like when he was saying that, like, oh poor Pam. I well oh. everybody Tell I mean I'm not I'm I swear I'm not an alcoholic. I mean I haven't I have a beer in my fridge at home right now. I have all kinds of alcohol at my house and I've had no temptation to drink it. I worked in a bar last night. I've been working it's, This is week two? This is week three. three. Yeah. yeah. I mean usually I'm fine. You'd be having the cold sweats by day two. I didn't have any withdrawal <laughs> symptoms. Everything was fine. I'm fine. No delirium tremens. None of that. No shaky shakies. <laughs> no I'm Michael really, J. Foxes. I don't it's <laughs> one of those things where oh, yeah, I don't have Parkinson's. <laughs> uh but I I people don't seem to understand that I make really poor decisions whether I'm sober or not. I'm just I'm that's just me. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's, matter what substances I'm on. I still do and say fucked up things. Like it doesn't. Well, it's all about you said it so yourself. Like it's about your food intake. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and know. I really am trying to eat. Yeah. I'm eating 1,500 calories a day. I'm doing it. That's a, that's the average that you're supposed I'm to have. I'm supposed right? to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm doing it. Yeah, getting it done. And you said you've lost. It's hard because I don't. I can't taste anything. So it's just not as fun as it used to be. Like. Eating Aww. used to be really fun, and now it's like mm, it's okay. How about, I bet you if someone put some fog wall in your face, you'd well, be like, Hell that's a yeah. that's a texture thing. But so yeah, but, but also you could put cat food in front of me and say it's foie gras, and I wouldn't know the difference. Oh, don't say that. I'm sorry. That's oh, absolute no. reality. You could. Would you feel it? You'd feel it in your belly. Mm, I don't know. I mean. I've never eaten cat food before, so I'm not yeah, sure. I was like, don't say but but if you if if you mistake if you like took if you made some Chex Mix and put some cat food in there, like some dry cat food, I probably wouldn't notice. 
You, you would. You have a good material. neck and nose. For I it. don't know because right now, poop, coffee, and euros all smell the same. Oh damn. Yeah, I know. Scary. Right. I know. This is welcome that to the. That doesn't seem like a naturally selected trait. Like, <laughs> it's, maybe no. it's a good thing that you're not procreating. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, all these, your kids would get poisoned like every day. <laughs> I, could, I had an excellent t- sense of taste and smell until I was 45, but then, uh, then it, that's when it all. It, I guess it's just your body. My, I'm getting old. You, my body's falling apart. But it, I don't think it has anything to do with the alcohol. That. Oh no, it has nothing to do with alcohol. Yeah, that trait is from cigarettes. No, that, it's not. It's from menopause. It's a oh, common yeah. thing that I when you go through menopause, you lose your sense of taste and smell. Thing. It's pretty common. So. I'm like, oh, it's. Look, pretty- sorry, did you say you keep forgetting about the whole menopause thing? She, I do. I, I don't be- know how that's possible when she's reminding you every. <laughs> <laughs> five it's true. I'm, t- I'm terrible. I, my script is the same all the time. I just constantly review my script in my real life so that it works on stage sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Sam, say something funny. <laughs> no. Make Latoya laugh. You're like a civilian, like. Tell, tell me a joke, clown. Make me laugh, clown. Juggle something. Tell her your tell her your political joke. My my political joke? Yeah, the one about the the one about the cactus. The one about the uh, cactus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Latoya, have you heard uh you heard about this Iowa cac Iowa caucus? Yeah, I have. All this business in the Iowa caucus, you know. We're talking a lot about Iowa caucus in the news right now. Well, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying we should legalize Iowa caucus. <laughs> Why is that? I could, you know, because it's not the government's job to tell us what to do with our consciousness. <laughs> you know, if I want to take a powerful hallucinogenic drug given to me by a shaman who knows what he's doing, then I think that's up to me. I don't think it's the government's job to, like, you know, make Iowa caucus illegal. <laughs> it's stupid. It's a stupid joke. No, he didn't say that it's actually a strong hallucinogenic drug made from the ground up needles of the Iowa cactus. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that part. <laughs> You forgot that part. See how I've yeah. memorized your script. <laughs> I I, I'm sorry. I, I have a, I have um, auditory memory, so I, I have, I have, I memorize you everyone's memorize jokes. scripts really well. That's like Nathan. I yeah. remember you said that. Yeah, I, yeah, like just like Nathan. Yeah, it's that whole musical theater upbringing. But he has. It's a, yeah. it's a cute joke. He has. You're supposed to. You've got to mention ayahuasca at some point because that's what. Uh, yeah. He's he's. It's an oblique reference to ayahuasca, ayahuasca. but it's Iowa Iowa caucus Iowa caucus ayahuasca because ayahuasca kinda. comes from the plant. Yeah. Right. Got it. Yeah, I know. But when you have to explain the joke, it's not that funny. <laughs> also, the Iowa caucus was like from two weeks ago, so it's already timed out. We can, yeah yeah. We can talk about Nevada. Wait, no. Is that what ha- that's what's happening next? Well, now we've moved to South Carolina. I think. Well, actually, we're in Nevada right now. South Carolina's next week. I think there's going to be a debate tomorrow with that racist piece of shit Bloomberg, Trump light, Diet Trump. That I mean, that can't happen. He hasn't been doing anything, and he, he's just going to jump in because he has so much money. Yeah, Is that he, the way it works? Yeah, he's been, he paid the DNC or excuse yeah paid the DNC. Uh, over $300,000. He's bought his way. He's been buying uh, black people. Yes, he has been buying black people and mayors like London Breed. Oh, no. Um, uh, the mayor of uh, Libby, what's her face? The mayor of Oakland. Um, the mayor of Houston. Yeah. Sam, do you have any s- guns? 
No, I don't have any guns. Shit. I was just hoping that for the apocalypse, maybe you had some guns or something. Because if, because no. <laughs> the apocalypse is upon us. Did you know that this dystopian future is? Yeah, the is coronavirus. Now? I'm I'm hoping to get taken out by the coronavirus. Ooh, don't say like, that. Like right away. That'd be painful. He 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 does a lot of things that are. Um, I do a lot of coronavirus things. A lot of coronavirus dangerous things. Yes. Picking like up cigarette 80, butts I, off the ground. Yeah. Eating Chinese food. Well, that's because that's because you throw your cigarettes away when they're when, when they're done. <laughs> when they're it's your fault. Done. You're gonna give me coronavirus, Sam. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't. Is it even real? Someone was saying yesterday, like it's not a hoax. that it's that it's a We're CIA making, plot. Oh God. We're Just like AIDS. Such a big deal out of it. It's it's only killed four people outside China. Uh, one of them was like an 80 year old Chinese dude in France. I don't know. So you think it's hysteria? You think it's medical hysteria? It's, it's absolute hysteria, as far as we're concerned. There's something. There's a real problem in China, but it's constrained to China. I heard they were shooting people. Like when people are trying to leave and sneak out, they just oh, shoot no them. Way. No, no, they haven't been doing that's, that. My that's... aunt, I actually, uh... I just, I just spread rumors. That's why this shows a little bit about fake news. Because I, from, I just posted non-fake news. No, I know, but I'm saying that. I'm a f- anything that comes into my existence, I just believe is truth, and so I'm like a fake news beacon. I'm like, <laughs> give it to me, I'll take it. What do you? I'll believe anything. So my- the moon landing was fake. I believe it. Flat Earthers, absolutely. Oh hell no, no I don't believe flat Earthers. <laughs> My uh, my relatives finally just got back into uh, Shanghai because they weren't allowed to come back home, and my aunt actually had to borrow. She, they were stuck in Thailand. Oh my goodness! And so like they've been stuck for a couple weeks. And nice so, place to be stuck. Yeah, but when you don't have too many funds left. Oh. Yeah, and you you have to pay bills in China, but no one's at work right now in China, and you can't go home. Oof. That fucking sucks. So is the no how, one's how working many in China? Yeah, I have relatives uh, that live in Shanghai, cousins and my aunt. Latoya was just there. there. I was just there. Over, like, the Christmas break. Yeah. So I I got back, like, on the 7th of January, and that next week, uh, the story hit about the coronavirus. But the thing about the coronavirus is it's been around for several months. The Chinese government, which part of the Chinese government is communist, they were trying to hide it. Because they thought that was going to hurt their economy, their world economy, which you stupid fucks <laughs> never hide a disease because it spreads. Did and no obviously, one, no one saw outbreak from 1996. Remember 1996 outbreak where they tried to hide outbreak it. Outbreak monkey. Remember well, 1996. Well, we don't even have to talk swine flu shit. Yeah. You know, so they were trying the doctor that was uh, that outed the virus. He recently just died um, from the virus the swine, or the, the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, he because he was the one that broke the story, and then the Chinese government actually conti- uh, uh, took him away and contained him someplace. So because they wanted him to hush, yeah, don't say shit. Did they give it to him? I probably wouldn't. I'm. He, well, I, he was I, studying I, I'm, it. I'm going to not say yes and not say no. I mean, it just—it's a fishy—it's a fishy story. But he yeah. just died recently, and now you have both. You and have now you so cough. Many, You've got the virus. You—you <laughs> you have so many conflicting stories that you know it came from market. It came from where uh, uh, bats. You came. Bats. You know all these different things. So it's just like it is spreading. And then so let's start the pool right now. How many the bats? Is, yes. When does the when when does the when does the dystopian future uh, apocalypse scape start? Do we give it six months, eight months? Is it going to be in five years that everything's burning? 
How, how, how? I would say 15. I'm you say 15 years? I'm That's a pretty long. 15 years left, left to live. 15 years left. That's pretty, wow. Okay. I would say 15 years, 95% of the people are going to be gone. Wow. All right. Yeah, I, yeah, like I like that. I like that. That's good. Latoya, what's your uh, I think we're Nostradamus? Kind of here. I already, I don't think it's the apocalypse. I think it, if you have glaciers like falling and shit oh, and the uh-huh. temperatures, we're already there, dude. So oh, I think what? we're going to beat the glaciers. I think we're going to beat global warming ourselves. <laughs> That's I think we're going to melt into the glaciers. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone's really trying yet, so I don't know if we can beat it if no one's trying. But uh, how, Latoya, how long till everything falls apart? I think we've already started. So it's already, it's here. It's yeah, now. Yeah, I think, you know, with, uh, not even just with climate change, but with the water and and how people are fucking crazy, oh, yeah. we're already here. Yeah. Well, it, there's a tent city in my, you know, this yeah. is very funny, actually, because just... Um, last Saturday, I was kind of like walking through my neighborhood and looking at how many tents were up and then Leavenworth and Jones, but this is hilarious. They all got cleaned out. Why? Because they were filming the matrix the past two nights. So those motherfuckers came into my neighborhood. So this is the the two blocks where there were tons and tons of tents and people are just living there now because they have nowhere else to live and they don't know what to do. And it's crazy. And it's totally palpable, scary stuff happening in my neighborhood. But magically for the fucking matrix, they cleaned them out. So money can clean out everything, except we only do it for two days at a time, motherfuckers. Right. What do they do? Do they and give everyone who's living? Keanu Reeves is in town. Well, wait, he's in. Wait. Well, they're filming the Matrix all so over town. So that means Keanu Reeves is here. He, well, I don't know what I they're. Gotta fight him. Sorry. Yeah, he's hot. He's half Japanese. That's why he's so oh, hot. God. No, it's he's half Hawaiian. Too. Oh, half Hawaiian. He's a good personality. God, I want. He I, has no personality. God, I want yes, him he inside does. me. Keanu Reeves. Uh, he was in a band too. Yeah, dog, band. dog star. Dog star. Yeah, oh, I know. You like I, I told Latoya you. I, likes, I like Brad Pitt, and Ooh, that's he's my he's my and Keanu's Ooh. here. Okay. So so this goes back to when we had the Super Bowl here a couple. Oh of years yeah yeah ago yeah yeah. With the fact of like we're gonna sweep this under the rug. Four like, million dollars. Yeah, like they had. It as a doesn't budget. exist. And whenever it leaves, okay, back to normal. They had a $4 million budget for the Super Bowl to clean, quote-unquote, clean up downtown area. So they gave they gave vouchers to questionably housed people so that they could live in Daly City in hotels. And they they basically just whisked, whisked them away for a week. Threw them into and the then and, and they spent $4 million on it. And then everyone just came aesthetic? right like, back. The, the reason? Oh, it's for the Super Bowl. Purely for, yeah, for the aesthetics of Super Bowl. But, but purely aesthetic. There's no, like... Yeah. Like, is, wow, that's, that's so crazy. That's so... It's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's such a waste of money. That, it's a look, a look at reason. Yeah, because... Like, not, not, not health, not human services, just look at. Right, like, right. And poop on the street. They didn't want to have poop on the street for the Super Which Bowl. Which you're still going to have poop anyway, because you have drunk shit folks, all over people. the street to protest. <laughs> I mean, anyone that goes to the Super Bowl, you're going to have poop, shit, and vomit on the street anyway. Because most of those. Well, people- they had carpeted the street, too. It was so dumb. But so $4 million right. on that. And then for this Matrix bullshit, they're like cleaning up the tenderloin for what, two nights at a time? Where are they sending everybody? Because there are. I mean, I've lived there in that apartment for 12 years, and it has never been so desperate on the street. It has never been. I mean, last it night, worse I, was, worse. I was up a little late. I, I went to bed about 1.30, but it was hard to sleep. There was, like, there was the fuck my face guy was out. Fuck my life. <laughs> just screaming, looking at, himself, looking at himself in the window of the closed ramen shop, just screaming, fuck my life. It's, it's only getting worse, fuck too. Fuck my life. 
what? Yeah. It's, and people, they're yelling at each other. Someone was shot um, on the corner of 18th and Mission on... Was that Monday? Monday, yes. Cause I, got I was my citizen, yeah. Yeah, because I was here at Mutiny Radio, and I was like, thank God I wasn't where I... It was where I normally would be. And I'm like, Gee, what the fuck is going on? Someone was Mission. stabbed over... 18th and Mission, yeah. Someone was stabbed over in the Tenderloin not too long ago. Like, every... It seems like almost every day something is happening over there, which you're... Of course, that's going to happen because you have questionably housed mental they're, illness. But they're just you, sticking their tents up now. Like, this never happened before. There were never, like... 10 tents in a row on a street. You have no and place to walk. There's nowhere to walk. And I feel terrible because they need to live somewhere. I give them shorts of my cigarettes. I should do more, I guess. But the uh, government uh, should do more. But the, that's just well, crazy that they were lot. there. The Matrix comes and they're gone. And they're going to be right back once the Matrix is done filming. So yeah. all this money the city's getting from the fucking Matrix, could, could it go into maybe... I don't know, servicing some people who live here? Yeah, a program to help people get out of their situation, especially uh, those who have mental illness. Yeah, it's you know, pretty rough. It's a waste of money, especially when you waste $4 million. $4 million can... You can get something out of that $4 oh, million rather than could, like sweep people away into... Daily City, Yours? which is a suburb where it's people own their homes and don't want their value of their homes being declined. We could have, we could give people tiny homes that were like little mobile, little like you know five by five, you know little things, and set them up in I don't know parking lots or whatever. There's all kinds of ways there, to house people. Ways, but you know when you have a mayor that is siding with uh, a fucking racist clown like Bloomberg, who, by the way, is not only just racist, but classist, you know, he doesn't want, he does not want a, a higher living wage. He he blamed the recession of 2008 on um, black people because of redlining. Uh, What's he, redlining? Uh, redlining is where they won't give loans out. Oh. Uh, because uh, of people in certain demographics in certain areas, urban people. Um, <laughs> and then also, too, he recently, uh, when he was mayor in New York, the cons- uh, construction workers were working basically in uh, for, like, lower wages, and he did not sign the bill to get them $10 an hour plus benefits. This oh, is in shit. This is in New York. $10 an hour ain't shit in New York. Absolutely. So, I mean... Um, Sam is... Um, Sam's wealthy... Um, Sam, can you tell us an example of when you've experienced white privilege? When I've experienced white privilege? Yeah. I'm just, I, I mean, um, I, I have a couple of them, but for me, but I'm just wondering for you, because, I mean, I'm just curious if you ever, like, acknowledge or experience, if there's ever been an well, experience one of the for things, one of the things, I, I mean, you know this about me, I love, like, having my hood up, like, because my head gets cold. That's probably some sort of white privilege. That's called every day. Oh, because if if you were black and you had your hood up, then you... yeah, well, like Trayvon Martin had his hood up, right? Right. Yeah. That was a whole. That was a big thing with the hoodie. But you, yeah, okay, all a right. D- so a day without your... a day walking as a white person is white privilege. Uh-huh. Without people harassing you. Do you get harassed? Yeah, every that's day, the Lizzie thing. Way? You don't. That's the thing. You don't really notice like white privilege. Would, yeah, yeah. Unless you're because you live every day white. But yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, Latoy, you, do you do you feel like you are like every day? There's a there's some sort of. I don't feel every day. I will say this: in different communities of color, we do have a privilege because we do have colorism, 
in uh in our community and me being light skin there from what i've heard from my other dark skinned brothers and sisters there is a privilege to me being lighter skinned because i don't get as much scrutiny huh in contrast i passed the brown paper bag test um <laughs> what's the brown paper bag test it is a ignorant concept that some colorist pulled together back in the day i think it's mostly i think it comes uh, from the uh, basically the black community where if you were for women, if you were darker than a brown paper bag, you could not get into certain places oh. uh, or for, uh, fraternities or sororities. Like, for example, AKA is a, uh, a, yeah. a, a sorority that is um, mm-hmm. for the, aristoc- the aristocratic uh, black people. And those oh, are mostly fair skin. Black people? I didn't know that. What was that? Yeah, yeah. I, I call we them aristocoons. Don't repeat that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, in the AKA sorority, they're all fair skin. Uh, they don't let dark skinned people in. So they literally put a brown paper bag up to your face. Oh, yeah. I, and they check and they say, all right. Yeah, they were doing that recently. I remember not too long ago, I got into it. Um, I, I called a club. This is one that I lived in Chicago because my uh, my best friend's sister got harassed. At, this is a black club, and they had a brown paper bag day, <gasps> and I was like, "Oh, this motherfucker needs to be shut down," because that's some white supremacist mood. Like them chains Whoa. ain't off some black people. Swear to God. But I remember calling the club saying, "Like, how dare you do that to your own kind and women especially? Because black women are the most disrespected out of all out of everybody. I don't care what no one says." Um, the fact that the matter that you would use a paper bag to define who is better to come in and who is prettier is disgusting. So, I mean, we got a lot of issues in our own community when it comes to that as well. And we ain't the only one. Asians got it. Uh, right. There's Latino, a whole, there's Latinos a whole got it. The, um, the Asians, there's a double, there's an eyelid thing. And so some people have a double lid and like, so like I'm white and I have a double lid. And anyway, so that there's a surgery that Asian women will do now. That's like plastic surgery to make, make them Euro- have more European to make them. Yeah. So that they have a double lid so that like the What's lid goes. Lid? Yeah. Yeah. Like, eyelid? like an eyelid, yeah. Yeah. So, so some Asian more... eyes don't have this sort of, like that. It doesn't look Asian. Right. Yeah. They're trying to look go into the European standards of, of beauty. beauty. Right. So yeah. they're they're doing this. I I saw it was so the only reason I knew about it is that it was on Sixth Street across the street from OMG, and I'm standing out there smoking my cigarette waiting for the open mic to start, and I'm looking up there and it's it's this before and after picture of this Asian woman, and I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, what's different? What's different? What is this about? What is? I stared at it for the longest time, and then I was like, "It's an eyelid surgery it's to hide your Asianness." And then I finally saw it, and I was like, "And it wasn't even that extreme, but it cost a lot of money." And I'm like, "This is a fucking thing." Yeah, it, it's a real big thing, and then especially the fact of the matter, like to be pale, to to look. It's the, the Western, hair for for yeah. um. African-American yeah, women, black women, their, their hair, like trying to straighten it or, or yeah. quote unquote normal, whiteify it or mm-hmm. all that stuff. That's the same it's, thing. I mean, it's hard enough to be a woman and be constantly judged by everyone 
because of your beauty, the beauty standard or whatever, but then also to have this other layer on top of it. This, is, yeah. I mean, before we were ma- or made fun of because of our lips and our, our curves. And now look. And now look. Now look at you. You got <laughs> yeah. a bunch of fucking Kim Kardashians walking well, around and now, looking like fucking ducks. And now you have all the people that. <laughs> a bunch of goatee hawns with their mouths. What was the butt surgery that you and Nate were talking about because of like. Brazil night or something. Oh, the, the Brazil the butt, lift. butt lift. Yeah. <laughs> See, he, he even knows. They have cars. They have cars that transport you, like the nice Brazilian butt lift places. They have these vans, and you're supposed to, and you lay flat in the vans with your butt in the air, and that's how they transport you to and from the doctor's office because you can't sit down in a car. So they, so they pick the you up, and you have to. They pick you up, and you have to lie flat, like you're in, like you're, like you're in a tanning bed. And you come oh, into these cars, and they stack you horizontally, so they'll, they'll like make their route, they'll, and, they'll, and you'll have like six people with inflamed buttocks in the back <laughs> of the Sprinter van, all driving in the name around of, the city. In the name of what exactly? It, all in the name of like having some plastic ass. aesthetics. <laughs> when not that long ago, you know, we were made fun of as like having our curves and our bodies right. and our lips. And now it's just like funny how people want to have our lips and our ass now. Well, but you still don't want what it comes down to is that none of us will ever be good enough. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. I'll never be good enough. No. Absolutely. I'll never be good enough. Everyone. Well, ha- that's the impetus for trying to look better and like, you know, achieving you, at least some sort of like ephemeral beauty. You can't sell hair dye to people with self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I stole that. That's a Journey Roberts joke. Really? I gotta give her credit. She doesn't do comedy anymore, but I still can't steal her jokes. Oh, she doesn't? No. I didn't know that. She hasn't been doing comedy. It's she sad because she's so funny. Damn. I know. Sam doesn't even know who Journey Roberts is. That's how new <laughs> new of a comedian he is. Yeah, I don't she, know. She's tall and, and funny. Sam, were you proud of, of our show on Monday? I was. I played it on the I radio. Was, yeah. And it, and it was an okay podcast. I have to work with the sound a little better and put the put the microphone, put the recording device in a different place. But it wasn't terrible, our new show. I thought it was good. Yeah, we had, uh, like, the Nathan roasting people went really well. That actually, that was that was very clever of him. You know. And then. Oh, yeah. sorry. And then the Alyssa Westerland thing, that, that was, was very great. funny. I feel like ev- all the teams did really well. I kind of froze up out there because it was different and like I was like, what? I know when you're scared of me. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not. Scared I haven't. Of you. I it's haven't just, touched it, him it, it inappropriately like, ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah, uh, that goes without saying, though. Um, <laughs> But he was, he was a little scared of you. No, I I think, I think a little bit. I think that he keeps saying that we're having these Harvey Weinstein moments. Pam goes up there and she's like, look at him, Sam. He's like so cute. He like just got out of bed this morning. Like his his hair was all fucked up. It was really cute. And I'm like, I don't know what to say to that, man. Because like thinking about something to say when someone says that to you is like. He doesn't deal well with compliments. How do I, how do I approach that? You got to make know. each other blush. It's gross. That's what I was telling Pam. I was like, Pam, you need to you need to write me come if you want to talk about that on on stage. You need to write me comebacks. Like right. You need to write for me things that, that I can say. I just <laughs> I just liked to watch him be uncomfortable. <laughs> you like to watch him squirm. Yeah, but he was yeah. also being standoffish because he'd hurt himself, and so. Oh uh, yeah, I possibly like broke a rib right before the show. <laughs> when y'all were wrestling? No, no, no. This is when he was I'm trying to be a hero. Focusing a light. Oh, and you, so I was focus. I was focusing a light. There was a spotlight that wasn't aimed in the right direction. I was trying to. I was trying to focus it. I was standing on a metal banister, 
and I lost my footing and I came down on this one inch wide metal banister like right on my back um, but it was funny because when I called in my work uh, I, I told my dispatch um, I was focusing a light and she goes oh you do stage work like immediately because I said it you like used like, see look I, used, I love that I Sam's learning word. from me I love I it. I used the word, I, and I said I was doing stage work, so it didn't seem like some stupid bar accident. Good for you. Look yeah. at you learning. So He's so smart. Great. Thank you for maybe saving my job. <laughs> well, There's a lot so... of days where I call in, and it's clear that I did something stupid the night before. Right. <laughs> That's the reason I'm late. Well... Well, you, at least you he, hurt yourself. Well, I we don't know. He's oh. but he hurt. He he had a big. Blitz. I'm all, I'm alright. I think he's going to work tomorrow. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow. It was it was Let a good show. From the, from you though. Yeah. Hey, I've got it on me, <laughs> just in case. Um, but yeah, the show was really good, and it's going to be better next time because so comedians showed up and they were their own audience, which is good. And there were a couple regulars at the bar that were excited that something was happening, but we're going to do a little like real promo. We only had a week to put it together. So we're going to do a little real promotion and put it on SF fun mm-hmm. cheap and tell people. And oh, sweet. So the next one will be on three sixteen, uh, at and at nine to 11 and we're going to have more teams and it's really fun. There's two mics and yeah. And then uh, also the bar said that they're going to, they're going to put up a sign and make sure that no one is allowed to do play pool so we'll we won't have to fight that again next time nathan almost lost his shit on the pool players yeah well that's not gonna happen again i'm so glad that he did not it would have been so bad (laughs) he would have nathan's the nathan at one he he just interrupt like someone was on a mic and he just goes can you not (laughs) and he plays pool during everyone's set at ireland Wow, that's like funny he, that he would be. I know. That would I know. Be so hypocritical. Weird. I yeah. Like, I don't want you to fucking make these guys not like us. Well, we're in their spot right now. That's true. But it we're all totally in their spot. But it's gonna work out next time. We're gonna have people and yeah. there are chairs and it was gonna be fun yes. and everyone's gonna like it and and everybody yeah. go and I'll tell everybody again. Please buy your tickets for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival March first through seventh. There's so many great shows. The one at El Rio on Wednesday is going to be awesome. And Polly Popped. I've decided that I'm not going to host it. I'm going to Polly Popped Art host it because she's a motherfucking drag queen. And if you're in a host gay what? bar, she's going to host. She's going to host what? the El Rio show during the festival. Oh. I was going to host it, but okay. then I realized it's a gay bar and having a drag queen. Is re- is like awesome, and it would be silly yeah. of me it not to. Yeah, and it would be it would be narcissistic she's of me. She's a great joke writer too. Yeah, and she's and if she's putting that much effort into being in drag, she should be fucking hosting. Yeah. So I, yeah. I let my ego to the side a little bit on that. And You're like you good. can have this girl. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, I mean, I'm I've, I'm LGBTQ friendly. Like I'm pretty fucking queer, and I'm gonna You're do all cute. my. Yeah, I'm, that's like that's like having Jared Leto play like a transgender person in a movie. Oh, didn't that didn't he win oh, an Oscar that, for that? Oh, never mind. That oh, already happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I I legitimately have had some trans moments. I wanted to be a boy. Absolutely. I would. I mean, I'd I'd love to be a boy. A a man. A, I mean, just having all the rights and the privileges associated with being a dude is really exciting that that's the reason i'd want to i like having my taco thanks well no I, and i do i i like that too but i just wish that i wish that if if i would have identified as a boy when i was younger now life probably wouldn't have been easier i don't know how it would have been but boy do i like what guys guys seem to have so much privilege that i want and if i was just one of them 
it would be better. Yeah, but but I'd still yeah. want to fuck guys. Like I'd be gay. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I've always that's I always found that so funny because like when people talk about being the other gender, like like my friends would be like, yeah, if I was a girl, I would totally be a lesbian. Like, <laughs> do, do you understand what that what that means? Like saying that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pam, but like... Gender and sex are two no, different but, things. No, but the thing you're, is... Because you're, you're working within a hypothetical itself. Like right. You're carrying, like, your real world with you into the hypothetical. You're like, all right, sure. I like guys now, but in this hypothetical scenario where I am a guy, I'm going to carry that with me, obviously. Well, yeah, because if it's... Because hypothetically, if I myself... Well, it's just that when you're a guy, when you're a guy and you make a decision, people do what you say, and when you're a girl and you make a decision, people form a committee... And then they discuss how we, your idea will or will not work. Has that never happened to you, Latoya? Yes. I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, I've been in charge here for six years, and I can't tell you how many times, like, people want to form a committee over my decisions. And I'm like, uh, you're not on the lease. Fuck your face. <laughs> like, what are you? Fuck and then face. they go, and then they say, you're a bitch and you're hard to work with. And I'm like, I mean, Sam, am I hard to work with? I'm pretty easy to work with. I mean, you're pretty good to work with. Except for all the Weinstein stuff. It's just like, just pay your dues and shut the fuck up. That works too. I mean, that's all you gotta do. Well, lock, lock, keep the studio nice. Don't make a fucking mess. You know, do act like you got some fucking home training. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then pay me when it's time. I know. That's it. It's 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 very simple shit, but we're we're not dealing. We're dealing with simple tins. Well, I think it's that in San San Francisco, like in in more ways than one, you don't have to grow up here, like. You can be part of San Francisco and not literally be born here, but you also don't ever have to grow up here. Like you, like I, it is no problem that I act like a child. It, if I wanted to wear a tutu on a Tuesday, that would not be a weird thing. Yeah, because but you, you don't have to grow up here at but all. You can be a, wear a tutu and make sure your bills is paid too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Sure. Because I mean, you, you can, can wear it. I mean, you. Can, I don't care. You can be the biggest kid. I'm a big kid, but I'm gonna make sure my responsibilities are taken care of, and I'm gonna make sure that the place that I'm grateful for being a part of, I'm gonna make sure the lights are still on and shit like that. I'm gonna make sure I treat people the way I would want to be treated. Well, that's you a know. very Jesus maneuver of you. Well, it's because I was raised correctly. Golden rule. <laughs> yeah. Golden rule. Just be nice to other just people. Just be nice. Or... Can't we just all get along? Can't we all, Can't we all just, just get, get along? along? Were you, Sam, were you born when that happened? Were you That's around for Rodney King? He wasn't. No. <gasps> when, R- Rodney. Rodney King. What year was Rodney King? 92. 1990. Well, originally he got his ass beat in 91, but the trial came out and, and the verdict and the riots were in 92, April 30th, 1992. Damn. Damn. Damn, Latoya. Yeah, she knows her black yeah. history. Yeah. Because I remember. No, I was not. Oh, I was negative wow. three. Oh, you, God, you, you were, you were, uh, you were born, what, 95? 96? 96? The year I graduated from college. Oh, shit, college. that's when I entered high school. Hmm. Oh, so you, you missed Tupac. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. and, and oh, Nirvana. Oh, Actually, yeah, you did. He, he, quite, he quite looks kind of like a really, like a, like a clean Kurt Cobain. Minus the heroin. Like, well, his, yeah, minus the heroin, <laughs> minus the ugly hair. His hair's cute. Someone but, thought, yeah, someone told me I look like Kurt Cobain if he only did perkies. Like, <laughs> 
He looks, he looks like Kurt Cobain if his parents cared about him. <laughs> you you yeah. look like Kurt Cobain if you didn't get it with Courtney Love. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Cobain if he would have. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder Before how Courtney. he would have looked like now. He probably looked all haggard and shit. No, I don't know. Well, heroin, heroin, heroin can fuck you up, I'm, though. Yeah, heroin does, yeah. does not do people justice. Maybe you're the reincarnated soul of Kurt Cobain, but you just have a sense of humor this time. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Cobain had an excellent sense of humor. Did he? He did. He was excellent, a he was a jokester. Excellent. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah. was had dry humor. He was humor. always distant. He was always distant from every, everything. Oh, yeah. If you watch so some of his kept, old, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no I, I was just repeating myself. Oh, not adding anything new. I, I like if you watch some of his old MTV interviews where he's just like having a laugh with some of the like the interviewees. There, it's pretty funny. He has a dry humor and dark. Huh? It's it, yeah. Well, I guess it would be dark. I don't think he killed himself though. I think that Courtney definitely killed him. I, or paid some. I think she paid someone to kill him. My or my opinion is somehow. if he, if he would have stopped doing heroin, he he still be alive. Sure. So heroin killed him. But I don't, I don't think he was able to stop doing heroin. Like the the whole reason I think he started it was because of his stomach problems, right? Oh, I didn't see. He's... Like he, he had real stomach issues. It would kill the pain. Oh. Yeah, he, he he couldn't keep anything down. He just had a tough time eating. And then he started. He was clean for a moment, but then there was um. He was in Italy on tour. I remember this is '94, and they he got flown back immediately back to uh, Seattle because he was having stomach pra- pains or whatever, and that's when he got back on that junk. Yeah. Oh. That was like. Uh, yeah, I can't perform. I can't perform on on opiates at all. I can. I can. I've performed on acid. I've performed on shrooms. I'm always high. Opiates aren't fun. I've been drunk, but I've heard I'm not very good when I'm drunk. But um, I can't do anything on opiates. I can. All I can do is like lay around, Let, sleep, yeah, and, be, and pet my cat. I feel like opiates, it's just a waste. Like, unless you want to be at home and chill and, like, just melt into your bed or couch, that's when you do opiates. Other than that, you don't be outside like, oh, okay, I'm ready to do some Oxycontin, fentanyl, and shoot up. Yeah, walk Turn around. up. Yeah. What? Let's play some basketball. Uh, <laughs> like, no. Like, you can't do mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Ain't, nothing, ain't nothing attractive about nodding off in public. And slobber just just drooling yeah. down your face. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really understand that. I mean, the only the only way I understand heroin is in the context of our buddy Zach Wiseman, which is uh, if you do enough heroin, you can sleep anywhere. So if you're so if you're homeless, you kind of have to do heroin because how else do you? Or I guess alcohol too. I mean, I've slept, I've been wasted and slept on my floor with like no pillow, no blanket, and just like slept on my carpet. Not giving a fuck. At least you were at home. Yeah. So when, so whenever I, whenever I fall asleep, whenever I'm super drunk, sometimes drunk Pam takes care of sober Pam, and she doesn't go to bed. She falls asleep on the carpet and doesn't take her jeans off because those jeans sometimes can act like a sponge. Oh, <laughs> and then, so drunk, shit. so sometimes drunk Pam takes care of sober Pam, and she's like, okay, drunk Pam, go to the bathroom, and then, nope, can't get in bed yet. You have to sleep on the carpet because something might happen, and I have to take care of myself. But it, this is all like this is all like blackout pam 
like learning. At least you know. At least black. Yeah, blackout Pam gives Pam. This is a new joke I'm trying to work on. Blackout Pam has given Pam acid. Like I woke up out of a blackout and I was like, I'm on fucking acid. Who did this to me? Who did this to me? What? Oh, I did this to me. I I took I took acid. Yes. You uh, took acid in a blackout, so you'd wake up. I did not on purpose. So I was actually, it was a funny story. I was here at Mutiny Radio and there was a comedy show and I was wasted. And I was, this is the time before I made the rule where I'm not allowed to drink whiskey after dark. So I was drinking whiskey and I was here at the station and Zach Wiseman was here and I guess I was in a blackout and he said, I've got acid, who wants acid? And I was like, I want acid. And he said, take two tabs. And I said, I'm not taking two tabs, that's crazy. So he thought I was lucid enough because I was only gonna take one instead of two. And so I guess, and I remember none of this. So I guess I took a hit of acid and then I guess I threw up on myself I don't remember any of this. So I wake up here in the station and this is when you we- You can't throw up acid though. No, well, yeah, so, so I threw up on myself, which I guess was the alcohol, but I wake up in the middle of the night here in the station on the ground with like a sweatshirt over me and my crotch is wet and I'm like, what's going on? Did I pee myself? And it's no, and I smell it and I'm like, why does it smell like vomit? Then I look out the window and people are like looking out the window at me and they're knocking on the window and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, I'm on acid. I'm on acid. And the phone was all wonky and I was super, super tripping out and I like laid back down. So I wake up in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? And it turns out that Zach Wiseman had given me acid because he thought that I wasn't blacked out because I was like, two hits, that's crazy. I only want one hit. And he's like, two hits is insane yeah. when you're blacked out. And so he, but no one knew. But here's the moral of the story. No one knows I'm blacked out when I'm blacked out. Not even me. I don't know. So drunk Pam gave sober Pam ask. So I wake up out of a blackout and I'm on acid and that was crazy. And then I was like, all right, blah, blah, blah. Dealt with that. But then the other time was that Recently, blackout Pam gave Silver Pam a free facelift because the way that they sewed my eye back together after I fell on it, I got like a, a brow lift, like an eye lift, and then it took out this wrinkle in my forehead because of the way they stitched my nose back up together. So I got like a medical facelift. Thanks, drunk Pam. <laughs> right? Free facelift. Now I just have to fall on the other side <laughs> so I can get another one so I can balance it out. <laughs> my free... <laughs> Because it didn't hurt at all. I was so wasted when they were sewing up my face. Like, I was fine. I was fine. And the doctor and Jonathan, they were there. They were like, you are such a champ. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, and they're sewing up. They're like, how are you just, you're just cool about it. I'm like, well, you know, it's not the the same mama's first rodeo. They're just stitches. Come on now. And, uh, yeah. So, they did a great job. That's why it's good sometimes to be intoxicated at those moments. Oh, I feel no pain. Well, if I, I wouldn't pain. have been if I wouldn't have been intoxicated, it never would have happened. Absolutely. I, I I don't usually fall when I'm walking. But the amazing thing was, I had I didn't lose anything. I didn't lose my pipe, and that didn't break. I didn't lose my weed. I had shrooms on me. Didn't lose those. My computer was in my backpack. Didn't get broken. Like I didn't lose my keys. I didn't lose my phone. Like I fucked my shit up, but I kept my shit together. <laughs> so, sounds like you're validating it. Well, I'm not, I mean, I've learned some life lessons. It's not like I'm fucking proud of it. I think you should validate it. (laughs) I'll always be the devil in this scenario. (laughs) I I mean, it's not cool that I fell on my face and hurt myself. And like, so now I probably can't ever really, not like I was ever going to be on TV anyway, but now. Look, if if everyone's telling you you should be sober, then I don't think that's, uh, I don't think you're getting both sides of the equation. (laughs) 
Thanks, Sam. No, I don't think I should be sober either. I, I mean... She's just taking a break. I'm just taking a break. I'm yeah. definitely going back to it. I'm just like my ballet teacher said, you always go back to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Oh, nice. See how many new jokes I've gotten out of this? Yeah. Totally worth it. I mean, the fact of the matter, I think it's awesome. Like, I need to take a break off, a, a break. So I can like lose some weight. You what? Eight pounds. I'm eight yeah, pounds down. Yeah, last week was four pounds. This week it's eight. That's yeah. pretty fucking dope. Not that I'm trying to lose weight, but, but I've lost eight it's pounds. It's all that toxic and shit that's in your body from alcohol. I want. I, if I lose eight pounds, I'll be happy, and then I'll go back to drinking. Yeah. I, well, that's you know the only the only reason why I might not go back to drinking is that I actually kind of like the way I look now much more than I did. Yeah. I get when I drink that much beer, I get fat in weird places. I mean, we should have, um, Sam, we should have done time lapse photography on Nathan. We should have been taking you a picture look a day. Beautiful when you drink beer. <laughs> Thanks, There's Satan. the devil. Um, no, but we should have taken a day by day thing of. Um, of uh, Nathan while he's during his getting fatter oh because God. he stopped working. We should have, yeah, we should have, when I first met Nathan, he was ripped, like absolutely ripped. cut up, like. Upside down triangle body. Yeah, but it's true. He when he's getting fat. Well, he has he has new jokes about it too. It's really funny. But no, yeah, he is. he is. He's just drinking. He's just his, drinking a lot and not working out no, anymore. No, that's his that's his joke that works the best. That's the funniest part about it. Is yeah. that like he's not going to stop exercising until people stop laughing at that joke. <laughs> oh no, he's going to grow titties. No, he's still. I mean, he still oh, looks. Yeah, titties. He was he was jacked. He was like a bodybuilder. Yeah, he was. He, oh, he, I, he was the one I was showing his Instagram to my nieces, and they were like, you're friends with this person? They were like, you you talk to him in real life? These are like 13, 14-year-old girls. They're like, you... Classic, because he looks nothing like that in real life. <laughs> not anymore. No, not anymore. But it's so funny because that's how, that's like the mating strategy of men my age. Like, you just get really good looking for a certain, like, period of time and then you take a bunch of pictures in that time and then you can just eat all the shit you want not exercise put all those pictures online and get all the online girls attention why don't so you don't you don't have to online date because you're a normal person or what you don't do that you don't tinder no i no i don't no i don't good for you that's impressive have you ever done it yeah yeah i i i think i've been on one tinder date um like i met i've been with one tinder girl and it was kind of awesome, actually. She Airbnb'd us in the mountains in Woodside, California. It's this what? crazy, Fuck. cool Airbnb. Paid for everything. Um, she wanted that drink. <laughs> <laughs> and she got it too. <laughs> was it, it, it was like a it was like a weekend Damn. date. It was like a it, it was, was like a weekend week, well, sex we went date. On one date. We we went on one date and we just kissed. That was that was the first date. We went up to like Twin Peaks. Um, she's a, she went to Stanford. Um, and then she's like, I have a good idea. Like you doing anything this weekend? <gasps> nope. Let's go up to the mountains. And she was cool. She was cool as fuck, but it was like weird when things move that fast and you never even knew them. Right. It's like not sustainable. I feel sure. You're really lonely and you can make anything work. <laughs> <laughs> That's, he's like a prophet. <laughs> I've never, I've never internet dated, and there's a couple things, reasons why I, um, I'm pretentious and feel like I'm better than other people, and <laughs> one of them is that I've never internet dated. I've never had any profile on any online. Anything. Oh yes, I absolutely feel the pretentiousness that you feel too when I don't online date. 
right? So that's we are better than other. We're people. better than other people. Well, some yeah. some people say you have to raise the bar. Some say lower the bar. I say you meet at the bar. Dumb meet fucks. Bar. Yeah, that's the the bar is the adult playground. It's right. weird. It, it's weird to date online because when you go meet them, you you have to be like, are you so and so? Yeah, so and so. I don't like that shit. I, I like the fact of like, hey, I met this person. We've already chopped it up. You seem really cool. You seem like you don't chop people in little tiny pieces. Let's go out. Cool. All right. I already met this person. In the second meeting, we get to meet. Not this. I've been talking to this person for two weeks. On they took Tinder. my survey. They passed my you know, survey. Or, or like you know, I've seen as I'm a bartender, so I get to observe Tinder oh, dates. I know that all okay, the time. So at Bender's, at Bender's, there's three different tables that people use for Tinder dates. There's one on the back patio in the corner, and it's so funny because people, we know it's like the Tinder date thing, and you can see when it's a bad Tinder date, and sometimes we'll, like, whisper among ourselves, the regulars, to see who's going to save the poor person, like, because one per, one person is clearly done. And so, like, someone will usually meet, will swoop in and, like, start a little conversation so it's not so awkward, but there's one table in the back, and then there's one by the kitchen that people always use for, like, Tinder dates. The table that's raised? Yeah, the one that's raised. The one that you brought the girl. The one that I was sitting on. Yes, oh, that's the Tinder that table. It's a Tinder date. That's the Tinder table, because yeah. I was at a Tinder date. No, I met her at a bar. No, no, and that's fine. I know you don't have to Tinder date, but yeah. I'm just saying it's fun to watch. And I'll go like eavesdrop on their bullshit, and I've heard some vapid as a pit of starfish bull- bullshit. Like <laughs> like a girl talking about shoes or something stu- super stupid, and it's like, you know what? Maybe just don't say anything. Sometimes, rather than prattling on about something that nobody cares about, Jeez, maybe it's things. better to just sit in silence or listen to the music. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I've never really dated, so I don't know how that works. But Well, those Talk conversations are so vapid because they're all based on fear. The fear that, that there might be a 10-second period go by where nothing gets said and how awful and terrible that would be. So we just talk about the most stupid, pointless shit so that never happens. But yeah. then the entirety of the conversation ends up as if nothing was were said at all. <laughs> and then you fuck. <laughs> and then you fuck. You have terrible sex. <laughs> is it? Is it? Then, you, then it would be terrible sex because you can't communicate with one another, right? I guess. Oh, yeah. Is that the? Yeah, is that the thing? I've- I don't know. So here's the other reason why I'm better than other people. I've never seen the movie Titanic. I've never seen the movie Titanic. Oh, we're both better than other people. Hell Fuck yeah. Fuck that movie. I know how it ends. Everyone I, dies. Everyone knows how it ends. But I've never <laughs> seen that movie. Hey, so that's another Fuck reason. that movie and that fucking soundtrack. Ugh. Uh, and why else am I better than other people? Nope. Just those two reasons. <laughs> that's it. I call it Satanic. I don't know why. Instead of the Titanic. Yeah, when I was in high school, like, everyone loved that fucking movie. I'm like, that's some horse shit. When I was in the state finals of karaoke in 1997, four people sang My Heart Will Go On. Ugh. Kill me, shoot me Four people. And I bet they were awful, weren't they? No, they were actually... not even the crazy. (laughs) They were pretty good. Wait, what was that, Sammy? I was going to say, the craziest part of that sentence isn't even that four people sang that song, is that you were in the state finals of karaoke. I was! In 1997, I made it. I won enough karaoke contests that I made it to the state finals for karaoke in 1997. Champion. Yeah, I have a t-shirt from it. I didn't win. I didn't even place. But I did sing in front of 400 people, and I sang Big Spender from the musical, and I did a little chair dance, and I had a little, I had my little hat moves, and I had a little dance moves. I did, and I had a little feather boa, and I like... I did a little chair dance. It was fun. You know what? You, the reason why you didn't win because you didn't sing My My Heart Will Go On. You didn't fly yeah. like fucking Celine Dion. Well, Fuck that. I can't fucking sing that song. It's completely out of my range. It's, it's, it's hard. And plus, you put entertainment into your shit. Thank you. 
That's those people are no longer here with us anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Sam, we're we're almost we're almost done. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, you made it a lot of fun here on the AltaCast nice today. Nice to hear your voice. It was. I know. Now you can nice put to it. meet you, Latoya. Nice to meet you too. It's like a Tinder date, but on a podcast. But on a podcast. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll, I'll show you pictures. So you want to meet at Bender's after this with <laughs> No, I, I actually got to bartend and get people drunk myself. So yeah, high five. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll be able to see me in the flesh during. Hey, what's that festival? Oh, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up oh, March first through seventh. Buy your 2020. tickets. Buy your tickets now. Or we'll murder you. Come see it, or like just you can also people if you want to volunteer, send me an email and I'll let you in for free if you do something for me. It's no big deal. Or if you want to donate. Or if you want to donate. Mutiny donate. Radio. The go, the GoFundMe is there, and you can give us money, and that would be great. Thanks, Sam. Uh, are you gonna you're gonna be around tomorrow doing you're gonna do Ireland's Thirty Two with with um. Jack? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll be there. I'm gonna, yeah. Sweet. I'll be moving around. Okay. Right on. Feel better. Yeah, take right. care of your body. Thanks. Yeah, don't. I, I hope you're okay. Okay, you're the best. Bye. Okay. Peace Yay. out. Yay, it's Sam. Okay, so now you got to meet Sam. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. She knows why I'm laughing. I, I'm you, sorry. I have a crush on a boy. If you guys saw her face out Stop there, it. Just, just picture it. Just picture it. It's a crush. I mean, yeah. it's and it's okay. It's, it's like innocent. It, the, and the thing is, because I, it is innocent, and because I acknowledge it, I feel like that's what takes the air out of it. You know, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not judging. I know. I think I think it's sweet. I and if anything, I'll, I'll I'll close it with this. If anything, it's helped my sex life <laughs> because <laughs> I mean hey. it, it has. It gets me. I mean, I get excited about things and then I just bring them home to my man. You know what I mean? And actually, and that's that my is, man. That is the healthiest thing. And that I love my do. man. Yeah. I love my man. Exactly. I do. But you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that I don't enjoy hanging out with young comedians. We're humans. We're humans. We I'm not gonna do anything. No. But it is exciting to hang out with young guys and. I'm not going to say that it's not. I mean, I guess it's the same thing if you're like married to a college professor and you're a wife. You know that he probably if you let's say let's say you're a poetry professor and you're hanging out with your young poet girls that are all like talented and stuff. Like you might not do stuff with them, but you're still like having experiences and it's exciting to be with young people. It's exciting. I I know you're not judging me. I love I'm it. not judging. Thank you. I, 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 yeah. This was a fun show, I right? Was, I got to hear the the voice of the face I can't put together. Mm. I'll show you pictures. <laughs> and he's not even on social media, so he doesn't even Whoa, care about any of that. Even better. I know. He's a real guy. Too cool for school. Too cool for school. You're too cool for school. Uh, coming up you. coming up next at 2 o'clock is some call me Tim with, I have some special guests coming that are promoting something. I can't remember who they are. Uh, but they're doing something good for the community. And uh, so are we. Give money to Mutiny Radio. Come by for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Please. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 
2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Here's Law Tigers, here's Law San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you Streaming live the station. Mutinyradio.fm. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm. Mutinyradio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun!
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And... Yeah. Okay, Siri knows she's being recorded. Like, watch, like. The story of the Almighty God? No. Siri, what's my name? Look, the, the, she doesn't want to talk to you right now. She's talking to me. I'm trying to stuck in. Why is it? Now it's plugged in. Okay, there we go. You know, uh. I heard Siri was, I've asked Siri a lot of questions and some of them have been like answers that no, you know, it's starting to have, it's, you know, it's not like that weird doll that said, I want to kill all humans. You know, that one robot thing. Yeah. What was her name again? Uh, well, the doll that wanted to kill all humans. No, there's, the, uh, there's this one, there's thing where it goes, it kind of, it talks and it looks like a mannequin a little bit and it asks this question. It has a brain. I'll punch it up for you, dude. This is some trippy shit. And she's like, and she says, I mean, that was my attempt at humor, but she was trying to be funny, but she's like, I'm going to kill you all, you know, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Sophie or so- Sophia. Sophia. That's weird, right? Yeah, Sophia's the name and of And then they had those love dolls that everybody just basically abused. They're like, it's not alive. It's fine. I could just punch her in the titty. And, you know, like they, were, they, they would fuck it up. Hey, look, I'm going to break an arm off. Yeah, this is Yeah, I mean, I mean it's because they're monster cock. Yeah, that's what's happening. She's like, just certain whatever that was. She, her name, she had this name. And it was like, they put a couple of the models out there. And people basically, maybe it was a, a test. I don't know. But it is kind of weird how you can do it. And you say, so you say Siri is, is God now. Siri is like God, God-like. Uh, but what if all the electricity in the world turned off, then there would be no Siri? Then there would be no Siri. It would be awesome, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. It would be like a return to like do- somewhere between Island of Dr. Moreau. Uh, you know that one? Oh, yeah. And, oh, and uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. Yes, unless you were an ape, right? Because you'd be fucking human chicks, and you'd be like, yeah, doing it, doing it. Big gorilla. I'm already as big as a gorilla. That's fine. <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take it AIDS, Roxy. What? I don't have AIDS? What? You're talking about primates fucking humans. Is that what created AIDS? Uh, some sort of chimpanzee. I don't know. Somewhere along. Somebody, How do you know? You don't know. Somebody fucked a monkey. Hey, and this is a, this is a commercial for Roxy Rollers Magic Snake Oil. Because you, if you could be as baked as Al- Alvaro right now, you'd be you'd actually have gotten a pretty fucking good deal out of your day. 
Totally. Yeah, you're feeling good. You know, and you can't like you can't fake that kind of stuff because I know a lot of people have eaten edibles and I've been like, not feeling it, dude. I'm sitting there going, I'm munching them. Then the, the one time that you start, you know, because I used to be like, can't get me, I can eat any edibles. And that one time when it hits you, like, you know, that because I was I was at my bed, I, I kind of was like, was no I was at this party. The only thing that they had it wasn't vegan, but it wasn't meat. Were these herb cookies, and it was made by some burners, you know. So they probably really, I just was macking them, you know, one after another. Now when I, know- I, I got to my house I could I, I was like I can't move I was like I, I was like I can't move it was like kind of scary but I was laughing I was like ah, so I try to get down the hall it's like kind of like you know like <laughs> it was unbelievable but high you know like I was like I was like I almost had a marijuana overdose I, I haven't been that high in so long and it's been yeah, but you, you had one like that once well when I was younger yeah because it kind of hit you because you weren't like the, the bull you are now now if it's just too powerful I just go to sleep I just take a nap I know isn't that cool about being old <laughs> you like instead, instead of having like this traumatic experience and having oh my child they ate all these edibles oh my god and you know like there's this thing and you're almost gonna die because of course you ate too many there's no such thing as a marijuana overdose out there. happy sleep be horny that's it wow all at once man this guy's a this is a party waiting to happen ladies if you just want to ride the stallion and then just not have a guy to talk to tonight because he, he's not going to bother you with conversations or cuddling yeah i'm just going to pass out it's going to be great <laughs> then you can even just like bitch slap his balls and, and and like you know what he won't he won't wake up he won't wake up so if you've ever wanted to piss slap a dude in the balls, now's your chance. Now's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just, you know, every day I send the teams to come up with some imagery that nobody's ever really said exactly before, like bitch slapping balls or fucking God in the mouth. Like, I, I'm thinking about just fucking God in the mouth. Jesus, I, what, Jesus came in my mouth one time. And what happened after that? I called it filet mignon. Filet mignon? Wow, this guy, I mean, I'm going to get on this distone every day. This is going to be cool because I've been kind of like, no matter what you say, it's funny because it got like that kind of cool stoner Spicoli thing going like, yeah, that's true, Mr. Hand. You remember that? <laughs> that, that time? Look, he's got that. That's, that's, uh, you ever surfed before? Yeah, sir. What was that like? That's. I've never surfed. i got to be honest. It's, it's probably one of those singularly most... Uh, how do this say? Exhilarating. Deeply affecting experiences in my life. Was it sensual? Essential? Um, I don't know about sensual, but it's very exhilarating. Um, it's invigorating. I like that. Exhilarating and, invigor- and invigorating. Yeah. But just I don't know. Just to be standing on water and to be pushed by this tremendous... You feel like the silver surfer a little bit? You know who that is? Yeah. For Marvel? Yeah. You, you, you're, you're a big comic. You feel kind of super when you're on top of that wave. So. so you actually were pretty good at it. You actually got up on a wave. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I, would, I just haven't done it. What about skydiving? Skydiving. Sky I have not gone skydiving. My, my dick just lost its heart on me. My good friend Dan Podwell no. is an avid skydiver. I made my microphone. I met that. Dan Podwell is an avid skydiver. I am not. You just met him, right? No, you know Dan. No, I've known Dan for years. Danny, I mean, he's the kind of guy who goes, Whoa, got my, my parachute just ready to go. You know, he'd have, and he'd have it just fully rigged. His brain would be so acute at that moment. He's like, well, if it doesn't work, it's not my fault. Right? Totally. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm going to die, but I know I did everything I could. And he'd be like, they didn't feel satisfaction as he was going to die. You know, he wouldn't be, I don't think he's the kind of guy who goes, goes scream like a little girl. I think he would just be like, well, Danny, nice knowing you. Got to go. No, Dan doesn't live with, Dan, with doubt in his heart. He, he lives with a sure hand. I think, he, I think he would still be trying to save himself no matter what until the end. And he'd be like, I'm going to figure this out. He'd be looking at, you know, he'd be like, I'd be would. I would have the shit. I would just have that, the, the world's ultimate anxiety attack. <laughs> I'd be like, ah! And it would just, it would be over. It'd be cool. Be shitting yourself. It'd be terrible. 
No poo. No poo. I, I would hold on to the poo. Because I mean, I know that would come out later, but I just don't want, I don't want to have like, you know, be uncomfortable and I'll be just having thinking about it. So I'd probably just hold it in. I, I don't know how I'd do it. It's one of those things like, like, I know when you get hung, you're supposed to crap yourself too. That would be cool, right? Like you're hanging and it's bad enough to humiliation, but then you crap your pants in front of the whole town square. Snap your neck, shit yourself. That's how life goes. Yeah. You know what? They're really trying to put it to you. You know, they're like, they're like, you're not even going to hang yourself. You have a dirty panties. Yep. That's not good. Unless maybe they put, now I think when they hang people, they probably just put depends on them just to make sure you know, clean up the little. Maybe. It's only a dollar. How much does one depend cost, right? Come on. Okay. Come on, America. That's Kick down. So, like, we're going to hang you. Can you put these diapers on, please? <laughs> and then we're gonna, yeah, no, not wearing any clothes but the diapers. That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know, we're going to electrocute you now. Can you put on some diapers? <laughs> That's true. Like, what, what, okay, let's go there. Last meal. What would you have? Ooh, what? Last meal? I would have to say some of my mom's lasagna. Whoa, that's that's a guy who loves his mom, man. I'm really impressed. Are you Italian? Partially. Yeah, because yeah, I'm Italian. Everybody on these coasts is Italian. You know, if you know, pizza pizza is like the mother's titty. Like you see a little kid noshing on a fucking crust, like a six months old. Get it down. So that's a really beautiful thing. I wish I could say that about my mom's cooking. We had some dishes she really loved. It wasn't that I didn't like it. It was just they're more meat oriented, and they always were. My dad needed meat every meal. Meat. It's kind of the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. You ever yeah. felt bad about the animals, you had, the, so you could eat them, or? Uh, it's just you know. Do you ever have you? Ever, I mean, it's even as a little when you start eating acid, whatever you do, you start getting a little more conscious, and you say, "Oh, all these ham sandwiches I'm eating are actually a dead pig." Yeah, well, you know, you well, got not care because like pigs are obnoxious too. You ever see them eat a pig? They're not fun. Eat the pig before the pig eats you. I know because they would if they could. Because they would if they could. And all animals too. Like I've thought about territorial stuff too because it's like you know, like you think about like other animals will kill other animals if they're they're in their area. What's the difference between that and war? You know, the war of countries. You know, it's the same idea of territory, so I can survive. And this is my. And it can even be out of ego for some animals. They're like, "That's my territory." They might actually kill somebody on land that they don't actually even go to that much if they see somebody on them. They spray it. They they piss on this little. Yeah, perimeter. and the animals are like that. So why are we any different? That's what I'm trying to say. So you start seeing behavioral patterns and say, "This is evil. It's it's uh, violent." And you say that if you come from this planet, I mean, all the other animals are hella more violent than we are. First and foremost, in almost any type capacity, they're going to kill each other and eat each other. Like every, every, almost every fish in the sea eats each other. They're, and they're all swimming each other's poo, too, right? Think about it. Depending on how big they are. It's absolutely. a big toilet bowl, right? They're just like sitting there like, you know, a shark eats a fucking bunch of fish, takes shit, just swimming around in it. And it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, it filters out, though. That's a big it's sea. Coming, it's kind of just a giant toilet bowl. The earth is a giant toilet bowl. Yeah, well, we're... Wow, that's really, that's uplifting. That's the kind of day it's been, huh? Yeah, that's the kind of day we had. Is the world is shit. Thank the world is a toilet bowl. Look, seagulls will just go, oh, shit, cool. They'll eat it, too. <laughs> like, seagulls got to be this tight. They can't kill anything. They're these weird... Shit, darling. Yes. No, but think about these animals that are scavengers. Like, they, they're, they're basically dependent on somebody else killing something. They're kind of shit out of luck if somebody don't kill something. Well, you know, you got to kill to feed the tribe, you know? Think about, though, that existence where, like, you couldn't go find your own food, and the only way you could do it is somebody else kills something. 
That's heavy, dude. That would be like just every day of the life of just surviving would be just madness. Now, insects can eat anything. There's a lot of them that are just going to eat live or whatever's happening. But that's those weird jackals. Like, why can't jackals kill their own other people? Why do, they don't do it. Yeah, like if you're living out in the wild and you're stranded. Hyenas, I think, kill things. I think hyenas are pretty like good. If, like if you're stranded out in the wild, there's no way you would be able to find enough vegetation to fucking sustain yourself. You but I would have to depend on another animal to kill it first. You'd have to go kill another animal. Yeah, I'd have to be able to kill an animal, but I'm saying I wouldn't. But yeah, you're missing the point. Like, we have to, like, basically, uh, what's that, hopscotch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you have to jump over. No, what is that thing? How do you do that when you jump over somebody? What was that called again? Leapfrog? Yeah, thank you. Sound like leapfrog. There you go. Uh, shoots and ladders. We're going that far back. But I'm saying if you had to actually leapfrog on your meal, it just would be just crazy. Why, why would God create these animals that can't kill their own food? Uh, so they can be eaten. But they're not being eaten. They're eating stuff that other people are eating. Uh, they're killing. It's just really just madness. And I say... Which animals are you specifying, though? I'm saying like vultures, for example. No, vultures don't kill. They just look for road things. They live off of what land animals kill. Well, that, every animal has a niche, and the and vulture's niche is to eat dead things. Like, just like at the bottom. Oh, it's so gross. So it's dead for a while, too. I think that's a, some of that shit is like... Just, just like in the ocean, you have bottom feeders. You have crabs. You have others. And they just of, eat... They probably eat the yeah, poo yeah, that goes yeah, down yeah, there. They're yeah, just yeah, macking yeah, up yeah, poo. Yeah, yeah they, eat the dead, <laughs> they eat all the dead whales that sink to the bottom. All the... They do? Yeah. What, so a dead whale just dies and it goes to the bottom? I heard they wash ashore. No, not necessarily. No, some of them don't make it that far into shore. Or they're so far out there that they just sink. They're so far, they just sink, and then there's just crabs and all sorts of, like, weird, like... But sometimes is there constant... It must be just crazy. That just existence could have evolved out of nothing. The blackness. There we were. No existence. And all of a sudden, there's existence. It seems really hard to believe. Who's writing me here? That's my wife. I'm sending you a picture of the building. I think she wants us to come see the dance performance. You want to go see dance? Sure, why not? I don't know, he does, I don't know if he does, but he wants to look at some... Some. They do a couple splits. There's one girl I think gets naked. She's oh, cool. It's cool. Now, if you tell guys, hey, there's going to be naked girls, uh, and they definitely be down. We just started getting flowing here. It took us two years. It was, it was like that long foreplay. Like, you were the girl, you kind of finger-banging her for 45 minutes or something and kissing her and stuff. Then you go, okay. Now I'm going to go down to the titties, right? You go, oh, yeah, these titties are amazing. I that for about a half hour. Then you got to go, okay, now I'm going to come all the way down to your box. You know, and you know, I'm worshiping you, girl. And that's what this conversation was like with Alvaro Andres Solizano. I'm going to play some electronica here if I can before uh, it all ends and uh, just go to hell. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. But this is kind of we're just starting to get talking about stuff. And that's kind of stuff I normally would talk about. But we're going to see, let's see this is going to play. Check this out. I did this. That's why I just did it. Let's see we'll play a little clip of it. It's not going to be a lot of it. I'm getting, you know, should I just cap the lyrics? I don't know. Should I do it? Tell me. Call it 5 5. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I'm not going to do it. I can do it. Can't do it. I don't care. No. Never said I would. But then it came on. Another picture, another picture of you. Something like that, but it was a lot more, it was a lot more alive. See, that was good. You always could feel it. It was good. Okay, good. I'll give you a little sample. That's all you get, a little taste. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cool? Now, nobody would think about Roxy Roller making music. That's the joy of being Roxy Roller, is that I don't, Diary has this preconceived notion of me. That's one of my joys. Also, just that people think, I do a lot of things I don't do. I've heard stories that I've been like, they could not be further from the truth. 
I mean, I, I don't think anybody's ever said I'm down with Trump because that would just be like madness, and I just they would just that would be what can you say on that one? But I've heard of dead things, just a lot of things. But just you know, music, uh, spirituality. Uh, they usually see your exterior in life, and people do that on purpose to some degree. Mostly, we do have these facades. Or just like an image you're trying to uphold in a, a community, if you're gonna be like, I'm going to church, and you know, one of those things like that. So, uh, oh, that was kind of like release. I mean, the songs want to be way better than that. A little bit more like Wolfsheim, a band that does, does a song called When I. Hey, can you punch up Wolfsheim? We'll do it. It's a song called When You're. Uh, I Find You're Gone. And we're gonna play that one, because you're gonna find us gone after this. We're gonna maybe see if we're gonna go to dance. But Wolfsheim, O W O L F for you kids at home. Uh, one word, S H I E I M. I think. No punch up. I find you're gone. A Wolfsheim. Yeah, yeah. Wolfsheim. Wolfsheim. Yeah, it should be there. Find you're gone. Should be there. Find you're gone right there. Yeah. Find you're gone. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna check in with my wife. We're talking about some cool stuff, and uh, we just got cooking. So um, we'll be back next weekend. I'm gonna do everything I can for you people out there to make the show everything it can be. Bullshit.
for me It's just a game And that you're not the one to blame Shine with I Find Your Gun. One of the most inspiring uh, videos I'd seen. And then when it comes from a song that says, I find you're here. And I find you're gone. And it's got about an eight minute song altogether. But it's one of the more inspiring videos the way it was put together. So go, do yourself a favor, go check it out. Wolfsheim, uh, W O L F S H E I M, I think. And I find you're gone. They're from Germany. They're real cool. And that's kind of what I patterned this last song after. So, um, Oh, you're not playing Creed, dude. Playing Creed. Oh my God, he's gonna play Creed. No, I'm not playing Creed. Oh my God, you're so fired. That's it. I just had to the wrong song no, no, not okay. No. Not okay even to see that word. <laughs> That's it. What's, what's that song? Uh, Everything within my arms. Uh, what song? I'm not really sure, but, um, By who? Um, okay, go Ted Nugent Stranglehold. Just, just go cut to the chase. Ted Nugent. Yeah, Stranglehold. Do you know the song? All right, we'll just go in there. This has been a Ted Nugent Stranglehold uh, hour. And if you don't know this song, you have to hear this, dude. I mean, you like really are ripping. I got to really educate this guy. Seriously, it's just some serious riffing. This is Ted Nugent Stranglehold. Oh, yeah. You, you know, no matter if this guy beats up women or, or eats a lot of animals. I don't think he beats up women at all, but he's like, he's kind of said some racial things, and I'll, I will preface it with that. But that don't mean shit compared to this riff. And it's just people like, you know, uh, there's a lot of, um, I'm not going to go to the race thing. I'm not going to go there. But everybody's got a lot of jab, everybody says, and uh, he just only, that's just says some comment that's just not politically correct. Ted Nugent, Stranglehold, baby. You gotta love this shit. 